Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Good afternoon. Good Friday afternoon to you. I am Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University studios offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakelands.edu. It is the Fan Afternoon Show here on a Friday celebrating with you guys. Packers rookies reporting to training camp today. The Brewers are finally back for their second half of the season as they open up their second half against the Rockies tonight, so plenty to talk about today. Also, Ryan Horvat's going to join the show coming up at 445, so you won't want to miss that. First time you'll hear from Horvy in quite a while, like Sparky mentioned. I don't know the last time we had Horvy on here. It's been a while. Usually you heard from him multiple times a week. It's been a while, so make sure you keep it here when Horvat joins the show coming up at 445. Of course, we'll have some draft mockery. That'll come up at 5 o'clock. Until then, we're going to talk some Packers, we're going to talk some Brewers, and we'll talk with you guys, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. We'll dive into some Brewers talk in the second hour of the show, excited to get into that, but Packers rookies are reporting to training camp today. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and look back at this draft class and go through each guy and talk about the impact that we think they're going to have on the Packers this season. So if you want to hop in and talk about these Packers rookies, whether it's Walker or Watson, Wyatt, whoever it is, you want to hop in and talk, you can give us a call 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. You know, with this offseason, the Packers, you have Aaron Rodgers returning, and that was a little bit of a question mark at the end of the season. You know, what was going to happen with Rodgers, and, you know, I guess you could say he held the Packers captive a little bit, just for a little bit, not too, too long. I mean, in relative terms, like, it wasn't too, too long, but we found out what was going to happen with Aaron Rodgers, and then we got the bombshell that Devontae Adams was headed out of town. Devontae was headed to Vegas. And so you end up with an extra draft pick, an extra two draft picks, a first and a second, and... What were the Packers going to end up doing with these picks? And what was it going to mean for Green Bay going forward? So it was interesting to see exactly how this offseason was going to play out. And now we're finally getting to the point where we're going to get some of these questions that we have answered. You know, training camp is about to get fully underway next week, which I am so excited about. I'm so excited to be able to break down Packers football again. Not that I don't love Brewers baseball or Bucks basketball. Not that I don't love those sports and talking about them. But there's just something special about football, especially when football season begins and you have all the questions going into the season and all the fun that comes along with the football season coming up and just the excitement that comes with football season being so close. So training camp starts next week. The rookies reported today, so we're going to talk about these rookies. And going back to the draft class, I think some of these guys have a real chance to come in here right away and make a big impact. 
I think the guy that's going to end up making the biggest impact right away is your first pick in Quay Walker. I'm excited to see what he can do for this defense because you're going to have the ability now with two legitimate linebackers who can play the run and the pass, and you can kind of sacrifice a little bit in the front area there with your front seven. You can kind of get it done with six guys and run it with a nickel defense, I'm going to think, that you should be able to stop the run with those guys, and you should be able to have a really formidable pass defense with the corners and with the safeties that you have, such that the Packers should be able to effectively play the run and the pass out of the nickel. And that's something that a lot of teams can't feel comfortable doing. You know, they're going to feel better defending the pass out of the nickel, obviously. That's kind of what the nickel defense is for, but maybe they struggle against the run. And that's been the case for the Packers for a while. No matter what package they were in, it felt like they were going to struggle against the run. You felt pretty confident with the guys you had on the outside, for the most part. But you weren't real confident stopping the run. Now I think the Packers are going to be able to stop the run. And you saw that last year by adding one linebacker, and not just any linebacker, but an all-pro level linebacker in Devondre Campbell, which he was such a surprise last season because... You know, you were excited to bring in Devondre Campbell, but nobody thought he was going to be an all-pro. Nobody thought he would play to that level. So it was nice to see them bring in a linebacker that was able to do something of that nature, and now you bring in another guy that can do, I think, a little bit similarly to what Devondre Campbell gave you last year, not at that level, but will give you at least some help in the run, give you a little bit in the passing game, And now that you have two of those guys that you feel pretty confident about, I think you're going to be able to see the Packers improve this defense more than you've maybe seen them improve it in years past. I think this defense is going to be absolutely stellar. You know, I saw earlier today on the big show, they were talking about the defense and how much pressure is on this defense going into the season. And the reality is the most pressure that has been on a Packers defense in a long time. I don't even know how long you could go back because it's probably even before Favre or Rodgers were the quarterbacks because up until this year, it's been an offense-first football team, at least as long as I can remember. It's been Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre having to get it done in order for the Packers to go wherever they want to go, which is always going to be winning a Super Bowl. So in order for them to get to that Super Bowl, it was going to be down to the quarterbacks and the offense And this year, yeah, it's still going to come down to what Aaron's able to do on the offensive side of the ball, but this defense is under immense pressure. You saw glimpses last year of a top-five-level defense. You spent two first-rounders on it. You kept all the gang together. In turn, you lost Devontae Adams. So, you know, with losing Devontae, that meant keeping Rasul Douglas, Devondre Campbell, and those guys on this defense. So you expect at least the same level you got last year, and then you improved it by bringing in Jaron Reed, by bringing in Quay Walker, by bringing in Devontae Wyatt. So this defense is going to have large expectations on it going into this season. If this defense doesn't live up to the standard that you expect out of it, we could see a rather disappointing season out of the Packers this year. You know, Aaron Rodgers has said that there's going to be some growing pains for this offense. He said that on the Pat McAfee show just a couple years ago, or not years ago, weeks ago, saying that, look, going into this year with some of these young guys, we're going to have some growing pains because they haven't gone through this before. And so this offense is going to struggle at times this year. It's going to probably be an offense that you're not used to seeing operate at the level that you've seen operate for the Packers for a long time. So this defense is going to be under immense pressure And a couple of these guys are going to be huge on helping it. A couple of these rookies are going to be huge in helping make sure that this defense lives up to the expectations that you expect out of them. Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, those guys are going to have to come in and make an impact right away. So let's start going through a couple of these guys and talking about what kind of impact I think they're going to make. So just going back through pick by pick of the Packers draft this past season. Number one, at 22, Quay Walker, 6'4", 241, linebacker. 
some of the things that I got from Lance Zerline off of NFL.com and his draft profile. He says he's instinctive, reads the blocking scheme well, some cons to him. Play strength doesn't always match his size, erratic vision, and response in coverage are some things that Lance Zerline says from NFL.com. I like the fact that it says he's instinctive. I like the fact that it says he's going to read the blocking scheme well. So I want him to be more focused on the run and making plays in the run game because I think he'll evolve as someone that can cover. You know, you're going to think about him covering tight ends and different ways that he's going to be used. But if he's able to play the run effectively, maybe that can free up Devondre Campbell a little bit more in coverage. And if you can have your four down linemen, because you're going to be Kenny Clark and uh, Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith and whoever you want to line up opposite Kenny Clark there as one of the interior guys, whether it's Jaron Reed or Devontae Wyatt, you should be able to stop the run with those guys and with Quay Walker coming down and making plays in the run game. And I like the way that Leroy described it. If you can have some of these guys eating up double teams and you can have some of these guys doing their job which isn't necessarily always to make the tackle on that defensive line, but doing an effective job of holding those offensive linemen from getting to the second level. If you can hold them there and keep them from getting out to the linebackers and holding them up, I think you're going to see Quay Walker make a huge impact. Because if you give this guy some freedom of reign with his size at 6'4", 241, and his speed of running a 4'5", He's going to be able to make reads on where this thing is going and get there right away. And when he hits someone, he should be able to stop them in their tracks with that size. I mean, the only guys that are going to be able to maybe plow through him are guys like Derrick Henry, maybe a Jonathan Taylor. But if he runs into someone at the line of scrimmage, he should be able to stonewall them right there. So I'm excited to see what Quay Walker can do right away for this run defense. Because if he can make a huge impact in the run and you still have Devondre Campbell back there. Look, I need Quay Walker to eventually evolve into something in coverage, but I think the Packers could really get creative in how they decide to use Quay Walker. Devondre Campbell showed you that he can be solid against the pass and the run last year to an all-pro level, so you're still going to have that. You add in Quay Walker, who's going to be more talented than the other linebackers you've been lining up alongside Campbell in years past. So now you're going to have a talented linebacker who's able to move all over the field at his size. And if you really want to, if you don't feel like you're getting the pass rush you want, which I don't think you'll have much of a problem doing, but you can use him as a blitzer. You can use him even on the edge to a little bit because that was one thing, too, that a lot of scouts talked about with Quay Walker in that draft pick. They were excited about his versatility. And you saw kind of a blueprint last year of a guy who was an inside linebacker in college who is about the exact same size and how you can use that guy if he's not necessarily the most polished as an inside linebacker. And that was Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons got used all over the football field, whether it was in coverage as a middle linebacker on tight ends to moving him over to an edge rusher to putting him back and rushing him from the inside, to using him just as a traditional middle linebacker. The Cowboys used him all over the place, and he made a huge impact right away for Dallas. Now, Quay Walker is not that same level of athlete and same level of player as Micah Parsons, but they could use him in a similar type role with this Packers team, and that just gives you even more excitement about the Packers because they're solid everywhere across this defense. They're solid up front, they're solid on the edges, they're solid at corner, they're solid in the back end at safety, and you're pretty happy with having Devondre Campbell back as your middle linebacker and your starting middle linebacker, and then now you have some versatility to use Quay Walker all over the place? I mean, that's pretty exciting. That's what you want to see with this defense, and that's why I think this defense has some high expectations that they're going to have to live up to because of these guys. Second first-round pick, another guy out of Georgia. You drafted Devontae Wyatt, 6'3", 304. Some notes again from Lance Zerline off NFL.com. He says, hustles around the field looking to make a play. That's something I like to hear out of a defensive tackle. 
couple things. He says a lack of length shows up in his rush, and he doesn't have go-to quick win moves in the pass rush. And those are the only things that I'm a little bit worried about with Devontae Wyatt. And I don't know how much it matters with the guys that you have on this team. So initially, when you think Devontae Wyatt, you think Jordan Davis and that Georgia defense, you think of how stout they were in the middle and how great they were at stopping the run. And that's exactly what he's going to come in here and do right away, is he's going to be a stud at stopping the run alongside Kenny Clark. The only thing I question about Devontae Wyatt is his pass rush. And I think you have time to develop him into that because Jaron Reed is someone that has pass rush. That's someone that's had double-digit sacks from the interior in the past. That's exactly what Jaron Reed is, a guy who rushes from the interior. Now, he hasn't put up double-digit sacks again since he did a couple of seasons ago, but that's a little bit more of what his stereotype is as a smaller interior guy that's going to get after the passer. And so now you add in a smaller interior guy who can rush the passer, and you bring in Devontae Wyatt, a bigger dude who's a stud at stuffing the run, and you have guys that you can rotate in and out alongside Kenny Clark who can do both, and you're going to be able to effectively stop the run and get after the passer with whatever guy you put alongside Kenny Clark. And that's why, again, you have to be excited about this Packers defense because they have so much versatility of their guys. They have so many studs along this defense, whether it's the line, whether it's linebacker, wherever it is you look across the defense, the guys that are starting at the top, there's not a better defense, in my opinion, on paper than what the Packers are going to throw out there as their starting unit right now. You can't touch what the Packers are doing right now because they are just so good across their front. Some places I question a little bit of their depth, but that's when you're just getting a little bit picky because there are not many teams that can trot out what the Packers are going to trot out next year on defense. And so that kind of rounds out at least what we've got so far. You know, we've gone through the first round. The next pick that we'll get into in just a few minutes after we take a break here is the most intriguing one. I think is the one with the most question marks around him. And the one that, if you're going to win a Super Bowl, might have to have the biggest impact. We'll talk about him next here on the Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz here live from the Lakeland University Studios on 1250 AM. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Fan. It's the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM. The Fan, I am Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University Studios talking with you about the Green Bay Packers. Rookies reporting to training camp today. We're talking through these different rookies and how we think they're going to impact the Packers this season. And speaking of training camp and speaking of the NFL season starting soon, you need to check out Baldy's Breakdowns on the Odyssey app. NFL training camps are going to begin next week. Baldy's Breakdowns will have a special live podcast starting on Monday at 9 a.m. Central. Join former Offensive lineman Brian Baltinger and NFL insider Jason Lockenfora as they dissect the storylines that'll shake up training camp. Get ready for the season with Baldy's breakdowns on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So just going through again these different picks that the Packers have made. If you want to hop in and talk about the Green Bay Packers and their rookies going into this season, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250am the fan. We've kind of gone through the first round now. We've gone through Devontae Wyatt. We've gone through Quay Walker. 
Now it's time to get into the more intriguing guys with this draft. I think we're excited about Walker and Wyatt, and I think those guys are going to make impacts right away. But, you know, they're fun. But the fun one, the most fun one, the next guy. Pick number 34. Bart and I were doing a draft show live for the second round. And we're like, all right, how long is it before the Packers pick? We could be here a while. We're just chilling. And next thing you know, we hear the Packers made a trade. They're moving up to pick number 34. They make a trade with Minnesota. They trade both second rounders to come up to pick number 34. And they take... Christian Watson out of North Dakota State University. Just a couple things about Christian Watson. Again, just kind of refreshing your memory on these guys as they report to training camp today. 6-4-208, a 4-3-6 40-yard dash. Some things from Lance Zerline from NFL.com. Says he added route polish in 2021, but some of the things that are some negatives to him. Needs excess steps into his break point. Lacks deep bend for sudden sink and stop. And these are a couple things as we get going through some of these guys that I'm a little worried about with the Packers in terms of receivers. You know, we've talked about this plenty, you know, throughout the offseason. Are the Packers receivers going to be good enough to get it done? This and that about the Packers receiving core. Watson, Dubs, Torre, Lazard, Cobb, Watkins, all these things. We've talked about it. And I think Christian Watson can come in here immediately and make an impact as a deep threat. But I almost want a little bit more out of him than that. Because what the Packers are going to lack, unless I'm wrong here in thinking that they don't have this and maybe Sammy Watkins can do a little bit of this, is they're going to miss that guy that runs a Devontae Adams-style role. Obviously, they're missing Devontae. They're going to miss MVS, and they have a couple guys that could easily fill in there. But when I say they're missing a guy in that Devontae-style role is... They don't have anyone that's a number one route runner type receiver. Right now, you've either got slot guys or speed guys. And then one big body guy in Alan Lazard. And I don't know that he's necessarily equipped to do that route runner type role. So right now, your receiving core is going to consist of Dubs, Torre, Watson, Watkins. So those guys are all speed guys. Then you've got the slot guys of Cobb and Rodgers. And then you've got the big dude and Alan Lazard. And that's where I question, there's no possession-style receiver, is what you would generally call them. Possession-style. And I don't know that they have that. And that's what worries me a little bit, because you'd think that you want at least one of those guys. Now, maybe Matt LaFleur's offense doesn't have to have that kind of guy because of how it's going to work together. Maybe they don't necessarily have to. But it does worry me a little bit that they don't have that guy. And I'd love for Christian Watson to be able to be a little bit of that guy. Because the other guys that you drafted in this draft class have the ability to go down the field. And that's kind of their specialty as well. And if you're able to use them maybe as the down the field guys, then I'd love to see Christian Watson evolve into that route runner, number one type receiver. And I think that he can. I think that... He can absolutely be the threat that you need to use in this offense right away. The question, though, is how does his college preparation at North Dakota State translate immediately to the Green Bay Packers? And I'm not exactly sure. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to get up to speed with the Packers. I'm hoping that with Aaron Rodgers and his help and his expertise, it's going to kind of elevate things and rush things along so that he's able to go right away and be a big impact guy, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how long it's going to take him to get used to this speed of the NFL game compared to playing in an FCS school at North Dakota State. We've seen some North Dakota State talent come into the NFL, but it's been more so quarterbacks. I don't know that we've seen a whole lot of skill position guys like receiver or corner or those sort of things come to the NFL, and if they have it slips the top of my brain, so the chances are they didn't make a huge impact right away or much of an impact overall. So I'm excited to see what he can do. And one other thing that I think is interesting with the Watson pick that is something we're going to have to watch for years to come, the Vikings traded the picks that allowed the Lions to take Jamison Williams 
and the Packers to take Christian Watson. I think that's a little weird because those guys could end up being huge impact guys for both of those teams in your division going forward, and you allowed them to come up and get them. And it wasn't something like you allowed them to move up five picks. No, the the Vikings allowed the Lions to come up from all the way at the back of the first round. Pick number 32. I think they moved all the way up to, I think it was pick 12 or something around there to come up and get Jamison Williams. And then you allowed the Packers to move from the middle to late second round and those two picks to move all the way up to the second pick of the second round and take Christian Watson. I still think that's incredibly weird. Do you recall anything like that, Sam, of a team just allowing them to do something like that? I, I don't recall anything like that. Not in a long time. It's really weird that in division you would allow them to come up. It'd be different. I think the only position I think, too, that I would say like it'd be even more weird is if you let someone come up and pick a quarterback. That'd be extremely odd. But these guys could actually make huge impacts right away. It'd be different if they came up and were drafting something in the fourth round, the fifth round, or even you allowed them to only move up a handful of picks, or maybe they're going to come up and pick some sort of defensive lineman, not of like the Aaron Donald caliber, but just coming up and taking. You let them take Jamison Williams, who some people had as the top pick or top receiver in this draft class. So you let the Lions come up and take him, and you let the Packers come up and take Christian Watson, who if you look at his measurables and his talent, could be just as good as any receiver in this draft. So good luck. Hopefully they drafted some good corners with those picks because they might be in some trouble going forward. So got through the first round, got through the second round. Now it's time since the Packers ended up moving their other second-round pick. They went to the third round here. Again, if you want to hop in and talk about the Packers rookies as they are reporting for training camp today, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. Excited for training camps to get underway. Rookies reporting today for the Green Bay Packers. Third round pick, pick number 98. Offensive lineman out of UCLA, Sean Ryan. The Packers took him, 6'5", 321. Some things that said about him, he played left tackle at UCLA, but he's more likely to play the guard position. That's one thing that you're going to notice about this Packers draft. They drafted quite a few guys that played outside that project to probably move inside, but you like that flexibility. You like that they've played out there at least. Maybe they're not going to be able to do it effectively at the NFL level, but in a pinch, these guys have experience playing on the outside in high-level D1 football. So if nothing else is going right for you, you could say, all right, this guy, Sean Ryan, can slide out to tackle. More than likely, they'll probably kick him into guard, which you know the Packers have done a really good job of developing offensive linemen lately. And maybe some of this is some insurance in the case that either Jenkins or Bakhtiari remains hurt. And then two, if you're not able to re-sign Elton Jenkins, which hopefully you're able to do, that would be great because of how talented he is and the versatility he has. But you have some guys now that hopefully can develop into really good offensive linemen. And we talked about it a couple days ago with some underrated Packers. You saw how they have developed guys like John Runyon and stuff like that. So I think this Packers team does such a good job of drafting and developing these offensive linemen that you know if they're going to take these guys, I trust that at some point whenever it is their time to step in and contribute for the Packers, I think they're going to be really solid. Fourth round pick, another one that's a little bit intriguing here. Romeo Dubs, a receiver out of Nevada, 6'2", 201 pounds. He has some experience as a punt returner. He's going to be a guy that's going to be more down the field as a receiver. And one thing that was written about him as well, questions with the hip tightness, so it's going to limit his ability to separate on routes at the first two levels. So, you know, again, I was mentioning, I want someone that is going to be a possession-style route runner, and unless it's unless he's able to develop his route running and his ability to get in and out of routes and his breaks, I don't know that you're going to see Dubs turn into that guy. He's going to be more so the down-the-field, field stretcher, straight-line runner, running down the field, and so that's good. The Packers have plenty of these guys that are going to be able to go down the field. And one thing that 
we talked about with MVS and his down-the-field ability. For whatever reason, he actually ran his routes well, and he might be open, but for whatever reason, him and Rodgers, outside of the one season, couldn't ever seem to get on the same page. Last year, there were times that MVS would be open down the field and Rodgers would throw it and be either be long or it'd be short, or they just were off. And it doesn't seem to be the case with Rodgers with a lot of the guys that he ends up trusting and throwing the ball to. He's usually going to be on the same page and put it in a decent area for them to make the play. That wasn't always the case with MVS, and now you bring in some down-the-field threats in Watson and Dubs and Torre a little bit later. Hopefully he's able to get on the same page as these guys. And maybe a little bit of a change there will allow Rodgers to kind of mold these guys into exactly what he wants them to be, and so he'll be able to connect with these guys. But one of these guys is probably going to step into that MVS role right right away. Maybe it's going to be Watson, and he needs to evolve into a little bit more, and then Dubs can take that role once Watson kind of evolves as a receiver. But someone's going to step into that deep down the field threat right away in their rookie season. I'm excited to see who. Because I think Watkins is going to be useful, but I don't want to see him in the hugest role because I don't know if he can stay healthy. And that's a huge question mark, too. This receiving core has just so many questions about it going into this year that, I don't know, I, that's part of the reason, too, we talked about that defense and the pressure they're going to have on them. This offense has so many question marks about it that's going to add even more pressure because they're going to have to step up to the plate and be ready to go. All right, continuing to talk about these Packers rookies, 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in. Another fourth-round pick for the Packers, Zach Tom out of Wake Forest, 6'4", 304. He, again, another guy, as I mentioned, you're going to see guys that the Packers took that played tackle in college but are more likely to shift inside. He shifted from playing center to playing tackle, and he played it really well. But he probably projects to move back inside or in a pinch can play tackle at this level. So I'm excited to see what he can do. And then we'll kind of go through the rest of the draft picks here. And I want to ask you guys who you think maybe is going to make the biggest impact as a rookie and which guy you're most excited to see here uh, coming up in the next segment. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in for that. Zach Tom, fifth round, edge rusher, Kingsley, and Igbare, which I think this one's going to be excited. Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what this guy can do because he's going to be on the field quite a bit for the Packers right away because – In terms of depth at edge rusher, I don't think they have a whole lot of that. Behind Rashawn Gary and behind Preston Smith, there's kind of a hole right there. You know, maybe you're going to have some guys that you've had on this team in the past step up. Jonathan Garvin, someone like that. I don't know that I see them being huge right away. But you bring this guy in, and he was projected to go much earlier than the fifth round. And he should be able to step in right away and hopefully be the Packers' third edge rusher, third or fourth. Either way, he's going to get on the field, and he's someone that, again, was projected to go much higher than the fifth round, and now you get him in the fifth round, and he can kind of help you right away. So I think you're going to see him right away. Just wrapping up, again, the Packers draft here. Tariq Carpenter, a safety that's probably going to play middle linebacker for the Packers. He gets drafted in the seventh round, probably just more of a special teamer. Jonathan Ford, a defensive tackle out of Miami. Another seventh rounder, an offensive lineman out of Penn State, Rashid Walker. Big dude, 6'6, 313. Interested to see if he can develop into a solid tackle at this level, because that's the size you want of a guy that's going to be playing on the outside in the NFL. And they say that if he can sit behind Jenkins and Bakhtiari and learn from those guys a little bit, maybe he could project into something that. Even if just a third tackle for a seventh rounder, that's going to be worth it. And then the last pick of the Packers draft, a guy that we've mentioned a few times, Samari Torre, which I think it's interesting with him. What kind of impact is he going to have on the Packers right away? Because this whole receiving core, again, is such a question mark. And this is what Aaron Rodgers had to say on the Pat McAfee show a couple of weeks ago. And this is why I think watching what he's able to do, talking about Samari Torre is going to be interesting going into training camp and going into the regular season. Trust the training camp time that we have. Trust the coaching staff. Trust the relationships that will be formed and continue to be formed. Trust the guys in the room like Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins to help these young guys out. Um, Physically, though, 
they definitely looked apart. They definitely looked apart. All three of them, all three of the guys we drafted, all uh, you know have have physical gifts. Obviously, the top two picks are all uh, bigger, um, Dobbs and Watson. But uh, but the seventh round pick got a lot of stuff to him. Um, so I, I I think it's going to be great. There's no better teacher for them on what NFL ball is going to be like than going against our three corners, our top three corners. Jair, Eric Stokes, and obviously Rasul. Um, so those guys have got a real quick initiation to the NFL. And I was joking with uh, uh, with a couple of my buddies um, on the squad and and uh, and in the personnel department and, and training room. And I said, could be a long training camp for the offense. Uh, I like the way our defense is is looking and playing, and and just on paper it, it looks like they're going to be pretty formidable. So it could be. There'll be some growing pains for the offense, which would be great for us. It'd be nice to uh, to t- take our lumps uh, from time to time, and I think it'll help us, uh, you know, get better and and uh, and you know, facing a um, really good defense like that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this Packers team can turn into. But again, the the comments there, the guys look the part, but there might be something there with that seventh round guy. I'm interested. Is that a thing of he actually could be a stud, or are we doing another situation of a guy that Rodgers loves in practice and shorts and never really turns into anything on the field like a Jay Kumaro. I'm interested to see exactly what this turns into, but hey, who knows? Maybe he turns into someone that the Packers can use effectively throughout the season. All right, we'll continue to talk about the Packers rookies as they report to training camp today. You want to hop in, talk about them. Who are you most excited to see? Who makes the biggest impact this season? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz here on 1250 AM, The Fan. 1250 AM, The Fan. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. I am Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University studios here on a Friday afternoon. Finally, the Brewers are back in action tonight. Excited about that. We'll talk about the Brewers coming up here in just a few minutes. Ryan Horvat will join the show coming up in about an hour. We'll talk Packers and Brewers with him, of course, and some... MLB Futures and all the fun that comes with Ryan Horvat, of course. And we'll talk with you as well if you want to hop in and talk about the Green Bay Packers. We're talking about rookies as they report to training camp today. Which ones are you most excited to see? Which ones do you think will have the biggest impact right away? 414-799-1250 or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. So the one that I think I'd be most excited to see and I think the one that make the biggest impact are probably the same guy for me. I think Quay Walker is going to be a stud. You know, at first I questioned the draft pick. I wasn't necessarily on board with it. It was one of those things again like, man, why didn't you draft a receiver? Or why didn't you take someone to help out on the offense? And why did you go with this guy? Maybe they'll do something at 28. And then they go defense again. So you're like, all right, well, I guess they're just going to bolster the defense. And then right away the second day, all the questions about receiver were answered. They take Christian Watson there. Now, again, I don't know if you agree with that philosophy or not, but either way, I think that Quay Walker is going to make a huge impact right away. The reason I'm excited to see what he can do is because I think he's going to come in and give this Packers defense something that it's lacked for quite a while. You know, you've lacked good linebacker play for a long time. You know, when Gutekind comes out and says... Oh, yeah, we put a premium on the middle linebacker position, and everyone here laughs because that's not been the case. He doesn't put a premium on that linebacker position, and this time he did. He brings in Devondre Campbell, and look, I think you got a little bit lucky with what you got out of Devondre Campbell last year. No one expected that, but I think you can expect pretty high level of play out of Campbell this year in a repeat performance. Hopefully he can continue that all-pro level play. But then you got to think, too, you never had like a guy to go along with that dude. You never had someone that was a number two linebacker that was of that caliber as well. And they bring in a guy in the first round to kind of go alongside him on the defensive side of the ball. And I think they realized with Devontae Adams leaving town that their best route was probably going to be making this defense as stacked as it possibly could be and hoping that it can hold up as the offense tries to figure things out and hoping that Aaron Rodgers can play to a level that he's shown he can play at an MVP level. 
Now can he do it without Devontae Adams? And can he give you that level of play that you'd seen Aaron Rodgers do before where he takes the guys around him and elevates them to a level that they probably shouldn't be able to accomplish? So I'm excited to see what Clay Walker can do. That's the guy I'm most excited to see. And again, I think he's the one that's going to make the biggest impact because I think he's going to change the way the Packers can play defense. I think they're going to be able to sit in a nickel defense and stop the run and the pass. Because you look at that secondary and you look at what they have with Jair, with Rasul, with Stokes, and you put those three guys on the field with Amos and Savage, and they should be able to stop the pass just with those guys right there. And then you think about the fact that you're going to try to stop the run with those six guys up front, which generally isn't a good way to try and stop the run. Usually the Packers have had to bring in more assets to try and stop it. I don't think they're going to have to this year. You're going to have Clark. You're going to have, we'll just say, Devontae Wyatt or Jaron Reed there. You're going to have Gary and Preston Smith. And then your two guys that are going to be able to freelance and make their plays against the run are going to be Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker. And I think the fact that you heard some of the ways that Lance Zerline of NFL.com described him as instinctive, he reads the run-blocking scheme well, he comes up and makes those plays, that's what I want to see out of Quay Walker. When there's the play to be made, if he reads it, come up, explode, meet that running back in the hole, and stonewall him right there. And I think you're going to be able to see Quay Walker be flying all over the field. He's got exceptional speed. And even when he has to chase guys down on the opposite sideline, I think he's going to be able to do it. At 4'5", uh, 4.5240 with a frame of six foot four, 241 pounds, I mean, what's not to get excited about that? Yes, he's going to have to work on his coverage skills. Yes, he's going to have to improve in that aspect of his game. But I think right away he's going to come in and give you a solid run defender. And I think that's something that the Packers have lacked for a long time, and they finally got one of those guys with Devondre Campbell last year, and now you're going to have two of those guys on the same defense with a, possibly the best secondary in all of football. I don't think there's a reason not to get super excited about this Packers defense, and I think them drafting Quay Walker right away in the NFL draft showed you that they were going to be all in on building this defense and relying on them to lead them wherever they're going to go this season. And that's why I'm most excited, and that's why I think that He's going to make the biggest impact. Sam, where would you be on, on that? Where, who are you most excited to see, and who do you think makes the biggest impact out of these rookies for the Packers? All right, so along with you, Quay Walker is number one on my board for all the reasons you just said. But to kind of credit to your point, I mean, you talked about having a guy like DeAndre, Devondre Campbell last year. Those two guys, Devondre and Quay Walker, yes, it's good to actually have like competent linebacker production for the Green Bay Packers. But on top of that, the thing that excites me the most is that these guys are such freakish athletes, but now the Packers not only have one linebacker that can cover in the mm-hmm. pass game, but now two. That's something that the Packers' defense really hasn't had. I, I, probably not even since Nick Barnett. Nick Barnett was pretty good in pass coverage, but not nothing too great like these guys. So I was kind of amazed on what we got out of Devondre Campbell last year in the pass coverage, just with his size and his weight and everything and his age. Um, but then you bring in Quay Walker, a guy who, let's be honest, could probably lose a couple more pounds. He's probably an outside linebacker. He's probably mm-hmm. an edge rusher. So, yeah, Quay Walker, definitely number one on my board. But I guess for a little more variety here, I'll talk about Devontae Wyatt. And I think a lot of the reasons we're excited about Quay Walker is why we're also excited about Devontae Wyatt. Same school, same college. But on top of that, these two defenders, first-round picks to the Green Bay Packers, unlike the wide receivers, it's kind of like what we talk about when – Jordy Nelson came to the Packers. He had Greg Jennings, Donald Driver ahead of him. When um, Devontae Adams comes to the Packers, he's got Jordy Nelson in front of him. He's got guys in front of him, veterans, that they don't have to be thrown into the fire essentially right away. Maybe Quay Walker a little more. But Devontae Wyatt, if you have Jaron Reed and Kenny Clark and you're rotating these guys in in the interior defensive line, that's also something the Packers defense hasn't had in a long time. And that's just going to make – we talk about how great this – uh, group of cornerbacks is for the Green Bay Packers. If these guys are going to live up to the hype, Devontae Wyatt, Jared Reed, Kenny Clark, and even like a TJ Slayton too, who I don't want to forget about in the depth chart, that's going to make this secondary for the Green Bay Packers that much better. Yeah, I mean, both of those first-round picks are just going to be so exciting to watch. They're, they're just going to make this defense so much better by adding them. The depth, 
you know, Devontae Wyatt, I'm interested to see what he can give you in the pass rush. Is he able to develop some moves to be able to get home to the quarterback as a pass rusher? Because if he does, then him alongside Kenny Clark, whew, that's going to be exciting. I mean, we've already seen what Kenny Clark can do. Imagine if you've got two of those type guys up the middle alongside Rashawn Gary. I mean, good luck figuring out what you're going to do to stop that guy, those guys up front. You're going to get a pass rush with four. I mean, these are the things that you want with a defense. You know, you think, can I get home with four on the pass rush? Well, the Packers should be able to do that. Can I stop the run without having to load the box? Well, the Packers should be able to do that. Can I stop the pass without having to even add even more resources to the pass? Well, the Packers should be able to do that. I mean, it's going to be a difficult task to beat the Packers' defense this year. I'm excited to see what they can do. 414-799-1250, talking about the Green Bay Packers and their rookies. Let's get out to Dave and Cutter. Hey, Dave, what's going on, man? Afternoon, gentlemen. How's my ace in the hole on my basketball team doing? Oh, I'm gooning it up. I'm ready to go, throwing <laughs> some elbows like Zaza Pachulia. That's, that's exactly what I'm there for. Is your favorite player of all time Bill Lambeer? It can be swayed, persuaded to, yeah. Uh, I'm actually liking exactly where I'm at. Uh, drafted at number five, that gives me my personal favorite player, Vince Carter. Oh, there you go. There you go, yeah. So I, I'm feeling really special. Though uh, I, I did tell Sam I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I, I do like being Mr. Irrelevant. That way I could be sneaky. <laughs> I don't think you would have made it that far, so I had to take you where I did, but – yeah, I'm glad you're on my team and not anyone else's. Oh, well, I feel special. Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> uh, now, uh, like, the rookie that I'm looking most forward to, uh, don't get me wrong, like Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker, those are obvious ones, and we love the defense and how it's looking. But let me look at Romeo Dubs. Mm-hmm. The way that Aaron Rodgers has been talking about him all off season, that means that there's a special relationship right there already, and – if Rodgers sees something in him, that's got to mean something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially a guy that wasn't like a number one pick. He was a fourth rounder. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like the first wide receiver taken off uh, the board for for the Packers. This guy is just sort of sneaky. And you know how well the Packers have done drafting these, uh, you know, second, third, fourth Mm -hmm. round wide receivers. So maybe that means something, and uh, you know I might be crazy for it, but I think Romeo Dubs is going to be the guy that uh, is kind of the biggest impact player for the Packers, especially on the offensive side of things. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one. I think a lot of people are excited about some of these guys. You know, obviously people love Christian Watson, are excited to see what he can do, but I think a lot of more people are probably excited about the other guys and Dubs and Torre. Well, let's go. Let's see them Packers W stack it up and hopefully get a Lombardi Trophy home, baby. Yes, sir. Dave, appreciate it, man. All right. Have a good one. 414-799-1250 talking about these Packers rookies. Who are you most excited to see or who do you think is going to make the biggest impact? Let's get out to Michael and Slinger. Michael, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, like um, I think, you know, for me, I'm most excited about um, – I'm really excited about Quay Walker. You know, I, I think he's going to be great too. Um, but I think I'm more excited about Devontae Wyatt or maybe just as equally excited as, about Devontae Wyatt because, you know, in the past, like, few years, you know, the Packers – well, actually, even going back to um, the old 7 uh, season, the Packers have always struggled against teams who've had, like, very um, good defensive lines or very good interior or linemen or, you know, front four um, guys that, you know, you can put on the line. When you look at the Giants, you know, they were very dominant, you know, that uh, that front um, that they had with uh, who was on there, Tuck, mm-hmm. um, OC, you know, all those guys. And then the 49ers, you know, these last few times, you know, they've, you know, had very dominant um, fronts as well. So, you know, and that seems to both success. You know, uh, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, like teams like that have always given the Packers, you know, problems, and they usually tend to go to the Super Bowl. So, you know, if we can have that kind of, you know, uh, presence now, you know, with Devontae Wyatt, because I think, you know, from what I've seen, you know, because I've been looking at, like, highlights and, you know, kind of doing my own research, you know, he does grade well as a pass rusher. And, 
you know, the tape, he's explosive. You know, um, he's very fast, too, for a defensive line. He runs like a 4-7 for someone who's 300 pounds. Like, that's that's insane. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, if, if he can, you know, develop into, you know, somebody like Kenny Clark or, you know, maybe even, you know, better than Kenny Clark, you know, that's, that's going to put us, you know, into the very elite, you know, defense and, you know, push us over the top, I believe. Michael, appreciate it, man. 414-799-1250 as we wrap up talking about the Packers rookies until we get back into that in the final hour. One thing about Devontae Wyatt I do want to mention before we take a break and get into some Brewers talk. When we had, gosh, what's his name? We had someone on that was a Georgia writer on after he was drafted and Quay Walker, Bart and I had him on. I, I can't remember his name. But he brought up that Devontae Wyatt used that extra year with the COVID year to come back to college and improve, and he wasn't necessarily a first-round pick if he would have come in out, came out the season before, and he's just continued to improve and improve and improve and improve. So he's just going to continue to get better and better and better. I think it was Seth Emerson is his name, writes for The Athletic about Georgia. And I think that's impressive that you just are a guy that – maybe wasn't the most talented, but you continue to improve because of your hard work. And that gives me hope that we took you with the 28th pick, but by two or three years, you can improve to someone that maybe would have been drafted earlier than that and turns into an absolute stud because you're going to work hard and you're going to continue to get better and better and better. And I think that's something that you take into consideration when you draft a guy. What's this guy's work ethic? How has he progressed throughout his career? And I think that's something you saw with Devontae Wyatt that gives you hope that not only is he going to be a solid guy right away, but he's going to continue to get better and better and better as the years go on. All right, we're going to take a break here on the Fan Afternoon Show. And when we come back, we'll get into some Brewers talk here as the Brewers get their second half underway. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz here on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.